As you know by now, I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system. I've found that it helps people relax and can support restful sleep, a real breakthrough in herbal products. The CBD brand that I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences, which is now proud to introduce a new innovation. Plus CBD Daily Balance THC-free. Daily Balance is a daily-use supplement that provides the benefits of CBD without the concern of other cannabinoids like THC causing unwanted effects. Daily Balance contains the purest form of hemp-derived CBD in high concentrations to help you overcome intense challenges to mental and physical well-being. All Plus CBD products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman for Plus CBD's new Daily Balance THC-free line of oil, soft gels, and gummies. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine, America's foremost program on health, medicine, and nutrition, featuring the latest on both conventional and alternative therapies. Now, here's Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Welcome back to another hour of the weekend edition of Intelligent Medicine, our number 877-726-8255. The doctor's office is open. You can call us with questions, as did Michael from Colorado. How are you doing, Michael? Doing well, Dr. Hoffman. How are you today? Very well, thanks. What's your question, please? Well, I've got a question. I had a, a very symptomatic case of COVID back in August and developed myocarditis, as far as we could tell, and um, developed AFib from that. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm a 67-year-old, fit, health-conscious person, and uh, the clinicians all felt it was going to be kind of a one-off because of the myocarditis, the AFib, that is. And then uh, at the end of December, so a few weeks ago, I had another uh, case of AFib uh, pop up. And my cardiologist said there's really no way to predict it, no way to prevent it. It's idiopathic. And um, I'm not pleased with that type of description. I'd like to know way, some way to prevent future AFib events or do something to protect my heart if there's any way that you can think of to do that. Okay, so interesting situation. Uh, it is actually thought that the vaccine itself can cause incidence of myocarditis, but it makes sense that, you know, if the vaccine's the spike protein uh, from COVID that can cause some cases of myocarditis, that COVID itself can cause myocarditis. That's an inflammation of the heart muscle, and that can cause uh, electrical disturbances in the heart and rhythm disturbances, and maybe that's put you over the threshold to atrial fib. You know, atrial fib is something that people acquire for no reason at all, like you say, idiopathically, uh, without a prompt. But in this case, uh, COVID may have pushed you over the edge. Uh, okay, so did the doctor put you on blood thinners? Correct. Yeah, I'm, I'm on Eliquis, which I want to get off of if I can, but obviously you can't take the risk of a thrombotic event. So exactly, exactly. See, this is the problem: is that uh, that these these events may be a, a one-off or a, you know a few occasional bouts of AFib, which. Uh, never to return again. Uh, but the danger is, is that uh, unbeknownst to you, AFib may occur. Uh, AFib increases the risk for blood clots to form and the blood clot can be flipped from your heart up through the carotid artery into your brain, causing 
something that you don't want to lose too much of, which is brain tissue. So, yeah, that's the unfortunate burden that people who even have occasional atrial fibrillation have to bear. They have to be on blood thinners in perpetuity. And that's a precaution. And, you know, you, I mean, you could establish a track record of no atrial fibrillation for a long time. Uh, and then a doctor might, and I underline might say, okay, no biggie. Uh, you seem to be fine. Oh, maybe just take an aspirin you know, which also affords some blood thinning, not as efficiently or effectively as the Eliquis, but uh, the standard of care in many other countries, like the UK, for example, for very sporadic, uh, infrequent bouts of atrial fibrillation is to put people on aspirin. And, you know, maybe that's because the National Health Service wants to save money on expensive drugs, but maybe... Eliquis is overkill for people with just infrequent bouts. So things that people can do for atrial fibrillation uh, nutritionally. Um, magnesium is the, the key thing that I give to people who have atrial fib. And I don't take it off their blood thinners because, you know, that's a precaution. That's kind of a safety belt. You know, you wear safety belts and you may never crash ever in your life. But, you know, safety belt is there to prevent a calamity. Uh Magnesium at fairly high doses, and the type of magnesium uh, I tend to use is um, mag, uh, mag, uh, mag, magnesium taurate. Uh, and taurine also has some antiarrhythmic properties. So when you combine magnesium with taurine, you get kind of a double action on heart rhythm. And the problem that some people have with that is we only take one or two and it doesn't work. Well, I, I sometimes dose patients uh, higher, two, four, six, even eight. And they discover that a threshold of maybe six pills a day or eight pills a day, that's when the protection kicks in. So that may be something that you can try. And see if you have fewer bouts, because you'd be better off with fewer bouts anyway, uh, even if you can't get off your blood thinner. Uh, but, you know, people who have atrial fibrillation, they sometimes don't notice it, but sometimes they'll notice when they have it that they feel the palpitations. And sometimes even if they don't feel the palpitations, they get kind of a power failure. They feel like, oh, my goodness, you know, like all of a sudden I'm having difficulty going upstairs. And then they check their pulse and it's going really rapidly or irregularly. And that means they're not getting the pumping action of the atrium, which provides about a quarter of your cardiac output. And that may make the difference between uh, easily climbing stairs and huffing and puffing. So, uh, there you have it. I mean, magnesium, the key thing, uh, fish oil, uh, has been implicated in increasing the risk of atrial fibrillation. I've looked at studies on that. I'm not convinced. Uh, but, um, you know, I, I don't think it's the cause of the problem. Uh, I just probably wouldn't get you on really high dose fish oil, uh, because of, you know, until we clear up that connection, uh, there may be some, something to it. 877-726-8255, our number. And let's talk about this study. Multivitamins linked to improved memory, slower age-related cognitive decline. Well, there's a really been pushback on the use of multivitamins. If you ask a lot of conventional doctors, multivitamins are a waste of time. They make expensive urine. Uh, you see in the articles, uh, a lot of kind of poisoning the well about people taking ordinary multivitamins. Uh, but this study suggests that multivitamins confer protection against something that you really want to avoid, which is cognitive decline. This is published in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition. I would say that's a pretty, pretty mainstream journal. 
And it's based on something called the, called the Cosmos study. The Cosmos study has already demonstrated that there was a protective effect of taking cocoa flavanols. Uh, that's why we think that uh, dark chocolate uh, and uh, one of our sponsors, Flava Naturals, uh, Flava Naturals may uh, help people with cognition, slowing cognitive decline. But the very self-same study also just uh, looked at uh, the impact of vitamins. And one knock on this study is that they used what is, in my opinion, uh, one of the cheapest, less high-quality multivitamins, Centrum Silver, which, by the way, is made by Pfizer. Um, I don't think you can really explore the full potential of multivitamins by looking at the effect of taking a single Centrum pill per day. Nonetheless, uh, they found that there was a significant reduction in the risk of cognitive decline over a period of two years. Now, had they studied it for five or ten years, I mean, it's expensive to do studies like this, so I get it. They're short studies. They might have discovered a more significant protective effect. But um, this is, I think, pushback to the notion that multivitamins are of no benefit. They certainly are when it comes to uh, cognitive preservation which I think is a laudable goal for all of us. 877-726-8255, our number. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman. I'll take more of your questions momentarily here on Intelligent Medicine. You know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. That's why I partnered with Fullscript, an online dispensing platform that only offers curated professional-grade brands that I know and trust. The very same supplements that I prescribe to my patients and take myself. Never counterfeit or expired, always stored and shipped correctly. Just go to DearHoffmanStore.com to start your free Fullscript account. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site. It's safe, secure, and HIPAA compliant and offers world-class support. Fullscript also gives you access to my custom targeted supplement protocols that combine the products that I recommend to address specific needs, heart health, immune support, and much more. Just go to DearHoffmanStore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll get access to the supplements and features you need to help you achieve your wellness goals. That's DearHoffmanStore.com. DearHoffmanStore.com. At Essential Formulas, we provide the immune essentials for your family's health this winter. Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics and Reg Active. Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics is recognized as a worldwide leader in probiotic digestive health. Since 70% of your immune cells reside in your gut, Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics have an impressive effect on immune health too. Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics contain over 500 postbiotic metabolites shown to help support immune function. Certified vegetarian, free of gluten, dairy, and GMOs, a powerful immune option. RegActive formulas help boost levels of glutathione, the body's most essential antioxidant, which decreases as we age. Maintaining glutathione levels is key in overall health protection. Be proactive about your immune health. Look for Dr. O'Hara's probiotics and RegActive at natural health retailers and online today. 
Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman with you on a weekend. Can't think of a better place to be than right here behind this very microphone with the great privilege of being able to share vital health information with you. So 877-726-8255, our number to repeat, that number available to you 24-7. You can record a question as did this person. Let's hear it. I suffer from anxiety, which is the fight or flight type. I get nervous and I start to sweat. I think this might be related to an overactive amygdala. I have tried many different types of supplements, magnesium, 5-HTP, lemon balm, all sorts of things. Nothing has really helped. Do you guys have good experience and good results with a particular supplement for this type of anxiety? Well, you know, when it comes to anxiety, you know, we tend to think of uh, pills and nostrums, you know, so antidepressant pills. Uh, and uh, then when it comes, you know, some people say, well, I don't want to take these uh, pharmaceutical drugs. I want to take another kind of pill. I want to pay, take a natural pill. So then there's magnesium, there's theanine, there's uh, CBD even, which has mild anti-anxiety effects. But, you know, anxiety is kind of a lifestyle problem. And to some extent, it's also a hardwired problem. There's a genetic component to it. Some people are born anxious, as it were, and some people have acquired anxiety through early life experiences, especially PTSD can wire your amygdala, the part of your brain that's sort of the fear part of your brain. Uh, and so it, it, it's tough to uh, unwind. Um, one of the things that I think is most promising in dealing with anxiety is the, the diet connection. And quite simply, uh, blood sugar uh, ups and downs have a big effect on your physiology. Uh, low blood sugar triggers uh, the fight or flight reflex. And, you know, I'm not saying it's 100% fix because anxiety is a really deep-rooted problem. But for some people, uh, anxiety is dissipated when they go on a keto diet, a diet which uh, changes the brain energy metabolism from requiring glucose to operating on ketones, which is actually a more smooth mode of action. And, you know, I think, more studies need to be done on this. Some preliminary studies are showing that psychiatric problems improve on a keto diet. Anecdotally, I will tell you that a lot of people report that when they switch to keto diets, um, they experience a reduction in depression and anxiety. So that may be uh, an angle to, pers to pursue. Uh, but again, you know, it, it's, I don't think it's a matter of a pill. You've, you know, been around the block. You've tried various things. Uh, one of the products that uh, I recently discovered is clinical stress relief from Protocol for Life Balance. Uh, ashwagandha is a adaptogen, and it really does seem to do uh, a number on uh, high levels of cortisol, which is a stress hormone. So uh, in combining ashwagandha with something called lactium, which is kind of a novel ingredient that has anti-anxiety effects, it's made from uh, milk peptides, but uh, lactium has some studies that suggest it has an anxiety-reducing effect. Uh, again, there's CBD products that are helpful for that, but it's a it's a deep rooted problem that requires uh, a lifestyle fix. You know, really working exercise too can be exceptionally helpful for people who suffer from anxiety. Uh, let's take another question. We have a question on NT factor and its compatibility with taking medications. Let's hear it. I am taking Ozempic. And I'm also on Sinjardi. 
as well as thyroid medication. Would NT factor have any repercussions for me, or would it be okay for me to order NT factor? Okay, so uh, from from what you tell me, you're taking Ozempic, which is uh, you know for weight loss, but also really for diabetes, and you're taking uh, Sinjardi, which is a medication uh, for diabetes. It's a it's a combo medication. Uh, that, uh, you know, combines two different medications to help regulate blood sugar. And then you're taking some thyroid, which is, you know, to the good because, uh, if you have a slowed metabolism, you're going to have more trouble losing weight and thyroid really helps people with metabolic syndrome. So, uh, you know, you're on the right program for addressing your concerns. But, uh, would NT factor interfere with any of that? Well, not only would it not interfere, it actually may help because, uh, some believe that diabetes, which you have, is a mitochondrial disease. In other words, uh, you are not efficiently producing energy or burning fat. And when the mitochondria aren't efficient, uh, there's low energy, there's poor blood sugar control, and uh, there may be uh, problems uh, with regulating your blood sugar uh, and, you know, assisting your metabolism in in kind of getting jump started so that you can burn off the fat that the Zempic is designed to help you lose. So, uh, you know, is uh, NT factor a standalone that treats diabetes or does it have a claim to fame in helping you to lose weight? Eh, probably only to a minor degree, but it, it synergizes perfectly with the medications you're taking. And there's certainly no problem uh, in taking those along with your medical regimen. 877-726-8255 are a number. And uh, this, is, this is a great study. Uh, it's about, again, it's about exercise. And uh, there are a lot of reasons to exercise. You know, exercise for your brain, exercise for your heart, exercise to reduce the potential to lose lean body mass, uh, blood sugar benefits, uh, and so on. Uh, mood benefits, too, for sure. Uh, this is an interesting study because... It is entitled Molecular Mechanisms of Exercise Contributing to Tissue Regeneration. And what they're saying here is that uh, exercise actually accelerates your ability to repair your tissues. That is, if you don't engage in exercise that is so intense that you damage your tissues. But, you know, when you lift weights in particular, you're actually creating um, a, a deliberate uh, uh, structured damage to your muscles so that your muscles hypertrophy but you're also increasing uh, certain chemicals in your bloodstream which accelerate repair and this is extremely encouraging to folks like myself an athlete who occasionally experience injuries aches and pains uh, exercise contributes to tissue regeneration I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman and this is Intelligent Medicine G. 
jumpstart your healthy resolutions with reduced pricing on all my favorite supplements from Thorn. Right now, my entire curated selection of Thorn supplements is 20% off, including Thorn's cutting-edge brain support formula, Cinequel. I've added Cinequel to my personal daily regimen to fight off cognitive decline. Cinequel is rich in the best researched ingredients that help support brain function. Its active ingredients help maintain cellular energy production, encourage a healthy balance of inflammatory cytokines, provide energy to fuel the nerves, support neurotransmitter production, and protect against oxidative stress. It's available in two strengths, Cinequel for everyday maintenance and Cinequel Plus which provides higher amounts of specific nutrients for shorter-term support after impact-related head injury. Just go to DearHoffman.com Thorn for 20% off Cinequel, as well as my entire curated selection of Thorn products. That's DearHoffman.com Thorn. Back to Intelligent Medicine, Dr. Ronald Hoffman here on number 877-726-8255 for live and recorded calls. You can uh, record a call during the week, but we got a live call from Lisa in Michigan. How you doing, Lisa? Uh, well, I would like to do a lot better, but um, otherwise I'm okay. Okay. From a, you know, like a clearly social, how are you? Fine, thank you. And now tell me what's wrong with you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, all my uh, complaint today is uh, pain. I, I get my chronic pain. I think I've, um, I was told I have fibromyalgia. I was told that uh, quite a while ago, but it mm-hmm. wasn't that bad. So yeah. I wasn't getting anything for it. And then as I get older, you know, I start feeling more pains. And I think yeah. I got aches and pains. Yeah, all that whole thing. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, um, and I'm given drugs like gabapentin, and mm-hmm. um, which I not sure I like it all because I think it's does something to my memory. Yeah, know, definitely. It can make you mentally sluggish, you know, kind of makes you, renders you yeah. brain dead. Uh, okay, so uh, fibromyalgia, a complicated uh, condition. I recommend that uh, for a primer on it that you read, read the book From Fatigue to Fantastic by Dr. Jacob Teitelbaum. He's a frequent guest here on Intelligent Medicine. You may want to look up one of his podcasts with me on that subject. Um and they're archived at drhoffman.com, so you can always go back and listen to a podcast that we might have recorded a few months ago. Um, so fibromyalgia is a, a multifaceted thing. There are different reasons for fibromyalgia. It's thought in some cases to be autoimmune. It may be related to the microbiome, and by altering the microbiome, we may get some relief. There's often sleep problems associated with that, so we can improve sleep. People are less achy, but it's kind of a vicious cycle because the more achy you are, the worse your sleep quality because, you know, you feel an achy while you're lying in bed. Uh, so... Uh, it's also an energetic problem. We think the mitochondria may have something to do with it. And to support muscles, we may recommend something like uh, high-dose creatine. That's been shown to be helpful in some cases. We'll use hormones uh, in men and women, sometimes uh, HRT, uh, hormone replacement therapy for women using estrogen, progesterone, maybe a little DHEA and testosterone is helpful for men. Testosterone can be very helpful for fibromyalgia. Uh, one of my strategies is for some people, low-dose naltrexone is helpful, especially where autoimmunity is a concern. And that's a prescription. You can't get that uh, by going to Fullscript or an online dispensary. Um, 
The new think on this, and this is quite interesting, is that uh, a keto diet or even a carnivore diet can make a difference for some people with fibromyalgia. I mean, if you're just achy all the time and really desperate for change, it might be worthwhile to give it a try. Very low carbs or no carbs or even a carnivore diet, which is basically eating animal protein for a short period of time to see if it provides you with relief. Uh, anecdotes abound of people with fibromyalgia uh, who respond to this type of diet modification. Those are worth a try. Maybe it alters the microbiome. Maybe it alters the metabolism in the muscles, providing more energy via ketones to the muscles in the brain. I mean, it is, is it in the muscles? Well, you feel it in your muscles, but it's also a condition that's in the brain. CBD is helpful. Uh, there's a nice product from uh, CB Sciences, one of our sponsors, called uh, Relief, and that contains uh, CBD. Uh, and other active ingredients which are helpful for pain, uh, something that uh, many of our patients uh, improve with. You might also take high-dose fish oil, which is anti-inflammatory or curcumin or buswellin. There's a product called Ache Action that can be helpful. Now, you can't try all these things simultaneously, but uh, one by one, you can systematically work your way through them and see what works and what doesn't work for you. It's kind of a voyage of discovery as you try uh, different things. Uh Specific pro-resolving mediators, abbreviated SPM, uh, are also helpful for these uh, painful conditions. And that's a supplement that's available via our online website at Fullscript. Just go to drhoppinstore.com to find these things that I'm talking about. Some of them seem kind of obscure, but you just look them up and you can order them from a reliable source at drhoffmanstore.com. So, yeah, look, I mean, you need an analysis. You need to see an integrative physician. You're out there in Michigan. Uh, I'm sure there are some uh, who can uh, kind of do a deep dive on, you know, what is your trigger for bodily aches and pains and get to the underlying cause and address it. 877-726-8255, R number. Um, we have a question about COPD. Let's take that question now. I'm a, a woman. I'm in the 80s. I was diagnosed with COPD about 10 years ago with, because I had a bout of uh, a respiratory illness. Now I've been fine ever since until about six months ago, where mostly I notice shortness of breath when I walk. So I, any exertion, actually, and I have bouts of uh, coughing. But I'm on albuterol inhaler when I need it, and I, I asked the doctor for it, and I got a nebulizer that has a medication of ipratropin, bromide, and albuterol mixed. On my own, I use NAC twice a day, uh, and I, I have for years taken Propaxel and T-Factor. I just mm -hmm. wonder, is there anything in, in alternative medicine that would help me? Okay, well, you know, you have COPD, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, you know, formerly known as emphysema, uh, which causes uh, breathlessness and lung function deterioration uh, and, you know, shortness of breath on exertion. And it, it can be a progressive disease. We believe it's in inflammatory. Yes, it's good. You mentioned that you're taking NAC and acetylcysteine. It's got some claim to fame in uh, COPD. Uh, and you also may want to take, you know, fish oil and SPM because they have anti-inflammatory effects in COPD. Presumably you've thought about that already because you sound pretty astute in terms of 
your understanding about how supplements can benefit this. Uh, the new think on this, and there's a new article on this that comes from kind of an unexpected direction. Headline, beetroot juice offers nitrate-packed support for COPD. Now, what do we know about beetroot juice? Well, it's been used for athletic performance because uh, nitric oxide uh, helps circulation. Uh, nitric oxide also has something to do with COPD. And according to a review in Respiratory Medicine, that's a pretty mainstream journal, Dietary supplementation with nitrate-rich beetroot juice could be used to support lung health and function in patients with chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. China's Chinese researchers uh, looked at the potential for nitrate supplementation. The dietary nitrates in cocoa, there's dietary nitrates in many foods, but beets uh, have a high concentration of dietary nitrates. And uh, what they found is that um, uh, the use of beetroot juice uh, improved exercise capacity in patients with COPD. So that might be worth trying. Now, for some people, beet juice is kind of unpalatable. So you may want to take a supplement like the Berkeley Life uh, nitric oxide uh, supplements uh, that are available via Fullscript. Uh, these are concentrates of the dietary nitrates present in beets. So you can take pills instead of, you know, drinking a stomach turning uh, glass of beetroot juice. I find beetroot juice a little bit tough to handle, especially before exercise. You don't want to <laughs> drink a, you know, 16 ounce glass of beetroot juice and then go out and take a long run. Uh, so the capsules offer an alternative that may help you. Another insight about COPD is that uh, when e the problem in COPD is that you sometimes have difficulty getting rid of CO2. Uh, and it turns out that a diet low in carbohydrates reduces your exhalation of CO2, CO2, which normally is not a problem. But if your lung capacity is reduced, uh, your ability to get rid of this this gas, which basically uh, shortens your breath and creates uncomfortable symptoms, is reduced. And by uh, changing to a diet that is lower in carbohydrates, you alter what's called your respiratory quotient. Your respiratory quotient associated with the amount of CO2 you exhale. And it can provide subjective relief and increased exercise tolerance for people with severe lung impairment. That's been shown in studies that date back decades. So there you have it, some possible solutions that you can apply to your problem. 877-726-8255, our number, and this is Intelligent Medicine. I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system, which regulates many of our most critical bodily functions. The CBD brand I take and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences, which is now proud to introduce a new innovation to their 
Reserve Collection, a sleep gummy. The new Reserve Collection is a specially curated blend of full-spectrum cannabinoids. Rich and bold, the Reserve Collection products are for when intense support is needed. Reserve Sleep Gummies build on their unique Reserve Collection formula with effective sleep-focused ingredients to better prepare you for bed each night. Wake up feeling refreshed, energized, and ready to take on the day with Reserve Sleep Gummies. All of Plus CBD's products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman for Plus CBD's new Reserve Collection Sleep Gummies. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman with you. And we have a recorded question. Somebody called 877-726-8255 and dropped this. Let's hear it. I know that you're, uh, I think you're about 70 now. And I'm wondering if even with all the good things that you do for your health, you still have periods of time or incidents where you forget something or you have a lapse in memory. If so, how frequent is it and what do you do about it? That's a great question, and uh, I'm sorry, what was the question? No, I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, typically, uh, and this is kind of a boomer phenomenon, you know, you walk into a room, and, uh, you know, even if you've got just like a 1,200-foot, square-foot apartment, uh, you go, you know, what did I, what was I thinking? You know, what, why did I walk into this room? <laughs> yeah. And what I tend to do when I have these uh, memory lapses is uh, I deliberately don't sweat it because uh, I think one thing that happens as people get older and they have memory lapses and the memory lapses occur, you know, throughout life. Uh, you know, you can't bring up a certain thing you want to recall, but especially as you get older, you know, perhaps uh, it's not the greatest idea for me at, you know, 71 to contemplate going back to medical school and memorizing, you know, all the bones in the body and all the nerves in the body. Uh, maybe my capacity for, uh, storing all that kind of information is going to be a little bit reduced. Uh, but when I have these, uh, episodes and it particularly, for some reason, it particularly occurs with the names of people, uh, movie stars. You know, like that movie with that, that guy, that, I mean, I can see him, you know, I can't, but oh, I can't remember the name. And what's uncanny about that is that I have really terrific memory for obscure facts, for journal articles, for statistics, uh, in my field, in medicine. So I kind of compartmentalize and things that I care less about, you know, like sports statistics, you know, or, uh, you know, pop culture, uh, my memory's not that great. And I think that's part of the way that the brain preserves itself from overload. You know, it's like, uh, how much, how many gigabytes of memory do you have, uh, in your brain? And I think your brain, uh, actually engages in a process of conscious forgetting or unconscious forgetting to, you know, clear up storage for new learning. Um, so what I do is I tell myself, it's no biggie. And I try to relax. And I try to, you know, switch my attention. I just don't try to like force it. Like, whoa, I gotta remember this thing. Oh, come on. I gotta grapple with this or get anxious because a common source of anxiety in folks my age and perhaps in you, you know, prompting your question is about memory loss. And it doesn't help. And it makes things worse. Anxiety about memory makes 
memory worse. So it's kind of a vicious cycle. But in terms of uh, things that I do to support memory, I mean, before a program, uh, I may have a shake and put some cocoa flavanols in there. They've been shown to improve performance. Uh, caffeine uh, improves memory to some extent. So maybe there's a little caffeine in the cocoa flavanols. Maybe there's a little caffeine in the morning uh, tea that I have that may uh, help memory to some extent. Um, there's um, uh, ashwagandha is possibly helpful for memory because it may help uh, with uh, stress. Uh, there's a product that we're advertising. I'll tell you about it in a moment is a uh, Cinequel, which was designed for people with head injuries, but in head injuries, uh, people are cognitively impaired. And there may be some degree of brain inflammation or reduced mitochondrial function in these people. And so uh, even though I don't have a head injury, uh, in order to uh, prompt, you know, I look, no question as a radio host and as a physician, uh, memory and recall and mental performance are really at a premium. So I'm really and I'm really trying to enhance that. I think exercise, too, has a tremendous benefit in terms of enhancing memory and focus and reducing the anxiety which interferes with memory. But the product that I'm talking about is Cinequel. Uh, Cinequel is a combination of uh, uh, ketones as well as certain amino acids and uh, NAD precursors. It's a bunch of different ingredients which are designed to support healthy brain function. So let me tell you about it. You can I'm reading a copy here. Jumpstart your healthy resolutions with reduced pricing on all my favorite supplements from Thorn. Right now, my entire curated selection of Thorn supplements is 20% off, including Thorn's cutting-edge brain support formula, Cinequel. It's called that because it comes from the word synapse, which are the connections between the neurons in your brain, and quell, quell the inflammation that may interfere with brain function. I've added Cinequel to my personal daily regimen to fend off cognitive decline. Cinequel is rich in the best research ingredients that support brain function. Its active ingredients help maintain cellular energy production, encourage a healthy balance of inflammatory cytokines, provide energy to fuel the nerves, support neurotransmitter production, and protect against oxidative stress. It's available in two strengths, Cinequel for everyday maintenance, which I use, and there's Cinequel Plus, which provides higher amounts of specific nutrients for shorter-term support after an impact-related head injury. That would be the rarer case of people who uh, engage in competitive sports or, have in, in say, in a motor vehicle accident, have traumatic brain injury. They may take the stronger product. Just go to drhoffman.com slash thorn. That's T-H-O-R-N-E, drhoffman.com slash thorn for 20% off Cinequel as well as my entire curated selection of thorn products. That's drhoffman.com slash thorn. And they got uh, really happy to see that Thorne is back on uh, full script. Uh, they weren't on it for a long time, and now their full range of products are available to listeners via drhoffmanstore.com or drhoffman.com slash Thorne. Okay, uh, I'll conclude this uh, today by talking about licorice. You know, uh, licorice, popular, you know, Candy. I'm not a big fan of licorice candy, but I drink licorice tea occasionally. It tastes good. And it's sweet. A low dose of daily licorice intake affects home blood pressure in a randomized crossover trial. How much did it affect blood pressure? This is a, a small amount of licorice. 
in this small study, uh, increased blood pressure uh, by th- uh, three points. That systolic blood pressure was uh, increased with even a small amount of licorice. So what that suggests is that folks with high blood pressure, maybe, you know, licorice is not for you. We've known that for a while that it can increase blood pressure. It can also re- increase sodium retention and it can cause potassium depletion. But a good use of licorice is for people with low blood pressure. There's some people who feel weak and woozy. They have what's called POTS, postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome. This is often uh, in post-COVID, long COVID, uh, or even in vaccine-injured people. Um, so a little bit of licorice, we can use that to our benefit uh, because it's it's a real effect. Well, thanks very much for joining us. A reminder, our number 877-726-8255 allows you to record a question. You can find all kinds of things to make you a more informed listener to Intelligent Medicine at drhoffman.com. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. You can subscribe to our newsletter, which I highly advise, and you can download all our podcasts throughout the week via drhoffman.com or your favorite podcast purveyor. Thanks for joining us. Have a healthy weekend. 